Hello, friends. Welcome to the Chocolate for the Soul podcast. If you are like many of my clients, you are a strong and independent woman who knows how to make things happen in life. You know self-discipline, determination, persistence, and what it takes to achieve. But you often find yourself feeling disconnected, burnt out, depleted, and exhausted. It's time to start speaking with your soul. It's time to start asking what your soul is craving. It's time to reclaim your power and tap into more abundance, fulfillment, and joy that you've always wanted. You are here. Enjoy it. Hello, Ralitza. It's so good to see you and hear you today. It's so good to see you too, Jules. You know, it's so, I'm so glad we're arriving with the same energy today. <laughs> yes, we were planning to record our podcast next week, but then something, something came up. And yes, I am moving to a new home and that takes quite a bit of energy. And yeah. I had quite a bit of busy work. And now you're also low on energy. And that's not here. <laughs> Absolutely. This is the perfect opportunity to remind ourselves to be gentle and to invite our listeners to really check in on themselves and invite you to normalize that slowing down is part of doing life in a way that is aligned and that is inspired and just that sometimes that takes a lot of energy and the pendulum swings <laughs> we need a reset so yeah I'm just curious how you're finding it it's funny because I was listening to your other podcast about you know you did so much and you were an entrepreneur and you were running your own business and how at one point you hit the wall and you were like okay I need like this is it's time to <laughs> dial it back so I'd love to hear just a little bit about that if you don't mind sharing Oh, no, I don't mind at all. So yes, um, my husband and I, we used to own a franchise and that was a donut and coffee franchise. <clears throat> and that was a 24-7 operation. And back then I was that woman, and this is who the podcast is for. I was that strong and independent with the tendencies for perfectionism, goal-getter. So I used to say to myself, I'm determined. I'm determined. <laughs> So it's like, I'm determined no matter what. And I didn't know what I didn't know. And yes, I think that human capacity is so amazing. We can go like this for a long time, but then in life, even if we just look at nature, um, there is always that moment of um, you go high <laughs> and then you either go low or when you actually um, understand the flow of life, you at least like choose to go to somewhere in the middle so that you don't drop low, too low. And I mean, going high sometimes is necessary, but you just kind of have to check in with your energy. So that's why what I've learned from yoga, it's always that dance between effort and ease. Mm. And I am the dancer mm. and I am setting the rhythm. So, and as I keep that in mind, I, and sometimes I need you, my friend or somebody or my coach <laughs> to remind me, <laughs> it's like, okay, you've been like doing a lot. <laughs> when was that last time you actually relaxed and maybe take a nap or took a nap or just be quiet? Yeah. So that um, dance of effort between effort and ease, this is, it's still a journey. And yes, that achieving part of me still comes in and says like, no, no, we can do more. And this is why I have to ask myself, <clears throat> okay, am I doing what I'm doing to validate something about me? Like, what's the need here? Because I used to be that, you know, if I accomplish things, I'm validating my value in life, <laughs> right? So now I have to check in and just like notice my energy. Uh-oh, okay, I think I am like, craving that significance I'm just gonna go and give myself some significance <laughs> or ask you to just 
tell me how beautiful and amazing I am. And then like, okay, I'm receiving it. <laughs> and now I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's, there's just so much to unpack there. I, I, my question, my mind automatically goes to what is your signal? What is your, you mentioned that, you know, there's a point where you have to check in with yourself and see what it, what's the reason that you're doing the thing that you're doing? Is it really, and is it a validation? You're trying to seek your worthiness outside of yourself, or is it truly, I guess, maybe that internal drive and that like spirit led knowing that this is what you're meant to be doing. So I'm just really curious because I mean, we're, we're coaches that help to guide people to their truth. And I think it's one of those things that is really powerful to differentiate. And that moment of recognition, when do you actually draw the line? Like, what is your signal to stop and check in? Wait a second. Am I doing this out of my integrity or am I doing it for X, Y, Z, other achiever reason? That's an excellent question. And to answer this question, <laughs> it might take me a lifetime to actually know. I think it's a feeling, it's the energy, it's like more I connect with myself and more I connect with my feelings. And then I start distinguishing. Hmm. Um, like today, for example, because we are moving to a new house and we are studying the podcast and we're, I'm still finishing the coaching school and all of this. And I just had that moment of overwhelm because I used to have that story. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Right. So that suddenly just came to me and I just had this like stress response. Oh my God, I don't have time. <laughs> and then when this voice came and screamed, I like listened to it. And then with the tools that I'm using, I just check in like, okay, let's just wait a minute. <laughs> Do I really not have time? Yes. <laughs> this is not the story because I've been practicing a more of an abundant mindset. Yes. And um, tell myself I am an abundant woman. That means I do have time. Mm. So yes, when I checked in with myself and I was like, okay, hey, I don't have to do everything right now. Yes. Next <laughs> <have this> week, <laughs> I have the deadline for this. But because I am that uh, perfectionist and high achiever, I mean, recovering, <laughs> I still don't like to do everything at the deadline. So like I have to do everything a week before. Okay. So that's why I have to check in, zone in. And it's like, okay, hey, I still have a week for like that deadline. Like okay. the podcast, we're actually trying to do as we live life. That's why yeah. I love my co-host who proposed that. I was like, yes, that's the next level. I don't have to be perfect, <laughs> right? And then moving to the house. I mean, we still have two houses. It's like, if we don't move today, it's okay too. So I had to do that dialogue. And then I come down. I was like, no, I have plenty of time. And I just have to remind that to myself. And then, you know, live the life. And then still, because like, I know even in the past when I used to have that story, and that was just like driving me insane and into stress. I still accomplished everything. Yes. And I never was late for anything pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but this but story... in such a way that it's just like, you never really get to enjoy the process. Like you're just doing, 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 doing. And it's like, where did that, I guess I, it's like a checklist. It's like, oh, I did this. I did this. I did this, but it's almost, you don't, you're not there for the feeling of accomplishment. You're not there to embrace yourself in that moment of achievement like I, I I'm, I'm such a mirror for that and what I so do you mind if I just go back a second and unpack a little bit just to kind of support the listeners and being able to really dial this in for themselves and to be able to really use this as a tool for themselves um, so one thing you shared is that internal dialogue that back and forth it sounds like one of the coaching tools that we that we learned in ICM and it's really the love fear dialogue or the two parts of us so oftentimes we're battling with ourselves, and that just takes up so much energy because it's like we want to fulfill this one desire or need within us and then there's another desire or need at the same time they're competing for our time and our energy and when we're not aware of it 
we're, we're just going back and forth, shooting the energy back and forth between trying to fulfill them both in these two different ways. And it's just not effective. <laughs> and so I love what you, what you shared about slowing down and being able to do this for yourself is really recognizing like, what are the two parts of me or what are the two um, intentions that are competing for my attention really? Uh, and just to be able to presence them and to be able to slow down. Cause this is a skill that I think is, it's really an acquired skill. And it is one of those skills that as, as someone works with a coach, they're able to check themselves. Mm -hmm. But I think if, if I take myself back to the point when I wasn't aware of this internal dialogue, that there's two different parts of me. Um, the one thing that really like comes up so strongly for me now is like, the part of me that wants to protect myself from heartache and the part of me that wants to be open to partnership and love. And it's like, that comes out so strongly. Anytime there's this like potential of something big and it's so overwhelming that I just want to shut down and be like, I'm not here for it, <laughs> you know? And I think that's something that resonates with a lot of people. And then in that situation, what ends up happening is we just don't show up. Like we don't show up for either of it. We're not a clear no and just saying, I'm not ready, but we're also not a clear yes and fully open to receiving all of the abundance that could be this unconditional, loving, nurturing, like everything relationship that we've ever always wanted, right? And so I feel like a lot of times I always say like, we are all master manifestors. We're all creating the thing that we focus on, but yeah. a lot of times we're focusing on the things that actually take us away from that exact thing that we want that paradox right it's such a paradoxical way that we show up in life and so I just really want to bring awareness to our listeners that you can do this anytime you can slow down and check in with yourself and ask yourself what are the two parts of me that are competing right now and really give them a voice you can say it out loud you can journal it you can record yourself um, there's so many ways to express these things. Sometimes it's even through movement or sound. It doesn't have to be yeah. uh, in any sort of, you know, understandable way, but allowing those two parts to kind of meet and come up with an aligned action step, which they both have their needs met is so important. And again, I think in the beginning, as you're learning this skill, it's, it's a bit challenging to do on your own. And that's where coaching is so powerful uh, and I just want to offer it as an opportunity for people to just get to know themselves a little bit better, their internal drives, their value systems. I think it's really important to just check in and see what's really going on, what's underneath the hood, <laughs> as they say. Yes, I think, well, you hit so many good points. I think where I would like to go from here and mention one of your points is that so when you are in one way of showing up in life, like, for example, I'm a perfectionist, I'm busy, I have to accomplish things. And when you're opening up to another way of being and living, it's also going to be that in-between place where you're going to be uncomfortable and it's going to feel unfamiliar. So the image that I often use in my coaching sessions, because that's the woman I work with, is that when you're driving on a highway, like you know, 100 miles an hour, and you have all the lanes open, and you mm -hmm. just go. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly, like, you know, three lanes go into one, and you have to slow down, like, so quickly and be ready to go slow for a while. And that's just gonna, like, mess you up <laughs> because you almost don't know how to so to speak survive in that slow down moment yes so constantly go 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 because your nervous system your brain your actions most likely you might notice you're gonna start fidgeting you might even have a little bit of panic attack even though you're actually slowing down yes. that's supposed to be good for you right yes. but you just again, need to be more aware of your body and also know that it's normal and it's okay. And it's a part of the process. And that's where like that slowing down 
has to be very intentional and uh, in small increments. Mm. And meanwhile, obviously there are many other tools that can be used, the mindfulness tools, the movement tools, and just dialogue that you can do so that you're preparing yourself intentionally like you did say that yes we manifest no matter what like we're always manifesting but we're manifesting either unconsciously or mm -hmm. consciously <laughs> so that's why we're all about like focus and attention towards something that you actually want and how you want to show up in life so and of course I think for all of us who are doers and accomplishers and all of that we probably all come to the point in our life when it just doesn't feel right anymore. Like you've had enough, but at the yeah. same time, you don't know there is another way that is possible. Yes. And that's why we as coaches and also those people, those women <laughs> um, come to kind of like help you and show you the way. No, there is another way of being. And it's totally possible for you to get there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of, of actually the time that I found that actually coaching is my calling. It was 2020, all the things were happening. And um, I'll explain a little bit about the nervous system. People talk about the nervous system all the time. So there's so much information, but I just want to bring everyone's awareness back to that fight or flight mode that like, go, go, go that sympathetic overdrive where you're, you're fighting, you're ready to fight you're ready to flee, run away, or you freeze and you fawn. And that's, I, that's one of the ones that's talked about less often, but it's more common in women is to just not be able to do anything. And you go along with it because you just, you're frozen. Right. And so I feel like when we're in this sympathetic overdrive, we, we take on and we agree to do things uh, out of our integrity without even recognizing that we're doing it. I think a lot of times when we're in that sympathetic overdrive, obviously we're not aligned with our truth because it wouldn't be feeling like sympathetic overdrive. It wouldn't feel like an energetically taxing situation where you're in survival. And so I think it's really important to highlight because I think a lot of people don't know they're in sympathetic overdrive. That's just the way they've always done things. And for me as a perfectionist, I feel like that attachment to knowing the outcome I think that's what creates perfectionism and I just want to normalize that when you're on the path when you're actually in your alignment you don't know the next step very often like very often you don't know what next year looks like but you trust that every step you take is in the direction of your truth so you don't actually need to know and what ends up unfolding is so much bigger and better than anything you could have ever held on to for dear life yeah. and created from that space. So I just first I want to normalize being in fight or flight mode and being in that sympathetic overdrive and being in that go, go, go space is that it, it is part of our upbringing I think it's part of our society it's part of the modern woman showing up as like she can do it all and like super mom and like super woman and I, yes and we have an opportunity to really show up in our whole divine nurtured feminine and we get to slow down and it gets to be easy this is one of our conversations that that started this podcast actually which was so inspiring to me because I never grew up with the understanding that it can be easy and we have a very similar background in that sort of like Russian Eastern European like Soviet sort of mentality of just like go 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 put your head down and work don't worry about yourself forget your emotions like <laughs> you those aren't important just do the thing and do it well and like work really hard and so I heard a saying the other day that perfectionism is actually self-rejection mm -hmm. and that really slowed me down and I was like whoa <laughs> I used to be proud of my perfectionism and like even on a, on a interview on a resume when they ask you like what is the one thing that you're working on and it's like my perfectionism but really I did I wasn't working on it genuine gen, genuinely I was not working on it at the time um it was something that I really took pride in and now looking back I realized like there is so much energy and time I could have directed towards other things 
If I left it to be the way that it was the first time, for example, an essay that I wrote, if I just submitted it, I don't think my grade would have changed between mm-hmm. hour one and hour 40, <laughs> to be very honest. they Most people don't notice the little tiny details that we change when we're in that perfectionism. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to, the moment that came to my mind was laying down in the bathtub for the first time in a long time to, to nurture myself, to give myself that slowing down time. And I remember I laid down in the tub and I think probably like maybe 60 seconds had passed and my mind was already like, okay, let's go, let's get up. You have this to do, you have that to do. And like all the different things and truly, and honestly, just like you said earlier, on the continuum of to like today, right now in the second and next week, when I have to do all these things, there's nothing that's an emergency right now. Yeah. However, the mind is so well patterned and in the momentum that it has to do everything right now, right now, right now, we're always late. We're always behind. And for me, it's a little bit different because I heard that your planning, your organization and planning, you do it really well in that you prepare to complete something a week in advance. For me, I think now that I look back and now that I recognize the way that I've, the way that I've been doing things is really just self-medicating um, because I was diagnosed with ADD and as, as an adult. And I don't really talk a lot about this because I don't particularly enjoy the diagnostic part because then we put ourselves in this category and then we normalize all the things. And I think in the experience of being coached and removing a lot of these blocks that I've had, removing these misunderstandings of how I'm supposed to show up, removing a lot of these these things that we're talking about now, like perfectionism, forgiving myself for thinking that I have to be perfect or believing that if I show up authentically and if I submit the thing just the way it is, that it's not good. It's not good enough, right? And so, yeah, I just want to bring the awareness that first of all, it's okay it's okay to be in the go, go, go. That's just part of our world. And it's also okay to question and it's also okay to slow down. And it's also okay to be exactly where you are, but just more aware. And I think that's where, that's where we start is like, okay, now we're gonna, we're gonna bring it back a little bit and really take a look at what's going on rather than being in the momentum, being stuck on the hamster wheel and just totally unaware of ourselves. Yes. Yes. So many good points. And again, if we just start with definition, what is perfectionism to you? How do you define yourself that you're perfect or not against what standards? Perfect compared to whom? To what? Exactly. And usually when I start asking those questions to my clients, they're like, "Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Technically, they, they are your standards. And if you don't know them, (laughs) what are you working towards for perfectionism? Like what's the badge of honor? Like what certificate can I give you? Because you're showing up perfectly, totally perfectly compared to what, right? So that's one point. And then you also said that perfectionism and self-rejection and that's, yes, that's what it is. And what's on the other side is self-acceptance. And really that perfectionism, when it's there, what it really wants for us is just actually accept us as we are. But because we don't learn those skills and nobody teaches us those skills like self-love and self-acceptance, I definitely didn't have them. I mean, I couldn't say the word love until I was, I don't know, 22 or something. Well, like I love myself. It gave me tears, (laughs) right? Because I didn't have that. So, and as, yes, I stood up on the journey of uh, coaching and all of that, that's how I actually dealt with a part of me who was having that tendency for perfectionism. And usually it's that mean girl. I'm pretty sure all of our listeners can relate to the mean girl, (laughs) that inner critic who comes and tells you, oh, you didn't do this right and didn't do that right and no 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 you you're too fat and you're too slow and you're too stupid and da, da, da. you know that girl right and she drives that perfectionism yeah. but really what she really wants behind all of that is just that love and self-acceptance mm. like for me um I named my mean girl Matilda okay and then when I became so personal with her she's not 
she's not scary anymore. Like I'm not afraid of her anymore. So, and now I just, like you said, that fear in life dialogue. So like my fear or like my perfectionist um, is Matilda. So yeah. she comes and talks to me <laughs> and we have a great conversation. And this is what I usually tell her like, okay, Matilda, give it all. I'm here to listen. And yeah. she'll be like, oh, 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 and this, this, that, whatever. And I'm like, okay, Matilda, and I love you too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. And then it just makes me smile. Like I, I cannot do anything, but just like, okay, Matilda, I'm overwhelmed and I love it. Yeah. It's just like dissolves all that energy of overwhelm. Because when I say like, you know, I'm angry, Matilda, and I love it. And I just smile because there is nothing else. I can do it's like that energy of love is so powerful just saying um you know I'm busy today I'm busy Matilda I'm busy I don't have time and I love it yeah. and it's just like instantly bring you to oh I'm in this mode again <laughs> and what I really want <laughs> is just accept myself where I am and how I am and I'm not supposed to be going doing all of that stuff right now so that's been my journey of getting to know Matilda, but also not letting her drive my journey. She can be a passenger and sometimes she sits in the back. And what I've been noticing, Matilda is much quieter. Mm. Like I rarely have conversations with Matilda now because I don't have energy attached to that anymore because yeah. I can instantly dissolve it just by her being the main girl she is <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. kind of like my tool that really made a huge difference and that's also allowed me to love that part of me who was not very nice mm. and also what I've realized that sometimes we think like if we're mean to ourselves then somehow it's gonna bring us to more loving ourselves mm. that, that never happens right Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're just mean. And that usually doesn't last because the energy of that mean girl is not nice. And it usually doesn't last for a long time. Totally. As I became friends with Matilda and have been developing my rituals, I've actually realized that self-acceptance and self-love is much more effective. Yes. Because it's all about self-compassion. Yes. And rather than judging, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Rather than judging Matilda, which we usually do, yes. and being mean to ourselves for being mean to ourselves, it's like putting more and more layers on top of it. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but one thing I thought about right away, and I looked it up to make sure that it's the right name, but Dr. Masaru Emoto, he does studies on water crystals and how they look based on what we say, what we speak and the energy with which we're projecting. And basically, if you speak words of love, peace, you know, and that creates beautiful crystals. But if we say hate or anger or frustration or any, any of those words that are not energetically aligned and pleasing, it creates like these really ugly looking structures. And so I just, I, I, I want to honor so much what you said that, and I didn't think about it this way, of I'm angry and I love it. And it's like, instead of doing all of the work, all of the layers of the work, it's like, no, it just transform it in that moment. Yeah. Create a new pattern for your your energetic blueprint, how you're showing up in the world. So yeah. I just want to reflect how amazing that is because it really shortcuts the emotional experience in that moment. Mm -hmm. And the acceptance of, of your, you know, your protector, Matilda, is so beautiful yeah and so honorable yes and perhaps in the beginning it wasn't like I was kind of playing right because it's opposites I'm angry and I love it right so just like so opposite energies I was just playing I was just playing to say it and then more I say it more I said it uh more I was accepting it and and it just like literally created this energy of like it's just so funny. <laughs> I just smile after that. And I even forget that I was angry or I forget I was overwhelmed because when I said that, oh, and I love it. And it just feels so light. Oh, and yeah. 
from that light energy, then I am aware and I can create a choice, that aligned action, which is that step, right? We talked about awareness and the acceptance and the aligned action comes from the acceptance. And most likely because what we do, especially perfectionism, because we don't know any other way. So when we're angry or when we're overwhelmed or when we're like feeling busy or whatever, frustrated, supposedly it's a bad emotion. And when we name it as a bad emotion, what do we do with it? We want to fix it. And when we're going into fixing mode, that becomes already overworking on top of the overworking and so much energy to push that Matilda away. And that creates more rejection. But really, we're just human. We are supposed to feel all those emotions. That's why just like I, I used to do nutrition and what I learned there from my amazing coach, there is no bad food. There is no good food. Food is fuel. That's it. It's an energetic calorie, like calories, energy, right? So, and that's what I'm applying to emotions. There are no good emotions. There are no bad emotions. There are just emotions that like, like GPS, they're just simply pointing out to you how much you are aligned with your authentic self, like with who you are, with that energy that you know exists there and maybe you've experienced, right? So that's what the emotions are. So, and that's why when you admit, like, I'm angry and I love it. <laughs> it's yeah. like two opposites right there. And yeah. then that aligned action is going to be the choice. Do I want to stay angry? And again, you have to check in with yourself. Maybe sometimes you do have to feel the anger because again, feeling is healing. Because Ooh. when we feel, the energy moves through and out. And then there is new energy available. But when we go and resist and fix and all of that, there is so much built up of energy. Yes. But essentially, like, you know, you might get sick or you might get tired because the body, like where we started, right? So the body is always looking for that balance between effort and ease. And at a certain point, you catch a cold or, you know, something, something, or just sleep longer. But then again, your perfectionist side comes back and it's like, well, you slept too much. Well, you let yourself sleep yes <laughs> with <the> permission <laughs> and even when you go to sleep or you go to rest if you keep that mind up it's like yeah taking a bath you can't actually relax and feel nourished because you're on that sympathetic overdrive all the time and so yeah wow that is that is so important and yeah it you said something earlier which about emotions which we can go into a totally different like a separate pop podcast which i think is really important to address um i growing up i heard you need to go to anger management and like there was so much rejection around my emotions and i think that created so much unnecessary um people pleasing habits and self-rejection and you know, really just not allowing myself to be who I am and therefore even further losing myself. It's like building those layers, as you said, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm curious if you were to bring acceptance with a chocolate, what flavor would it be? <laughs> Ooh, well, it's this rich, delicious um dark dark chocolate so like i like lint chocolate l-y-n-d-t and i've been experimenting with different percentages like 90 and 80 and whatever so i think i found my middle is 78 okay but just like even in chocolate so we have that bitterness and we have sweetness then we also have like nuts and caramels and all of that. So just even chocolate itself, there is so much variety and so much, you know, opposites, right? Because everything just in our nature and in our life, it's always that flow. That's why if you're too much on the perfectionist side, that means you're missing out a lot on the other side. <laughs> and you and I know how beautiful it could be on the other side. That's why we're so passionate about what we do. But yeah, to answer your question, um, like 78% dark chocolate, uh, that's what I would love, mm. just to have that acceptance. And also 
when I've healed my relationship with food and myself, really, it's myself and food, I eat a piece of chocolate every day. Mm. So not as my reward or anything, <laughs> but just like kind of like a symbol of joy because you eat the chocolate, it's, it, it reminds you like there's so much richness in life. There's so much joy in life. Yes. And um, you can kind of pick and choose and you can have it every day, but also like me, the perfectionist side. So if I did it before, it would be like something quick. And it's like Matilda doesn't see it. Then she cannot judge me. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I love it. It's just like, oh, it's my moment of pause. I'm going to have my piece of chocolate and I'm going to indulge in it. So the slowing down is slowing so down. in that. Yes. And yeah, so good. Mm. I even when I used to um, do yoga and teach yoga, um, I actually in, invented or sort of like, I, I guess the chocolate has been my theme. So I used to do a chocolate meditation in my classes. Ooh. I used to give um, people that dove chocolate because they also have little messages in them. So I get that dark chocolate and I put it for them and I'm like, okay, so we're going to set the timer for five minutes. And it's just a small little chocolate, not five minutes, 15 minutes. And we're going to eat that little piece of chocolate in 15 minute mark. And I'm going to guide you. <laughs> I love that. So that's slowing down, right? Um, so we do a yoga class and this is like a called chocolate meditation. And I would just take them from the, for the like through the experience. Like we're going to be slowly um, opening that um, foil and one corner at a time and you notice like the noise of the foil notice the color like check the color check like i, I go through this whole thing That's slowing so down sensual. and then before you put it in your mouth you actually like place it into your like nose and you smell the richness the chocolate and you keep the eyes closed and see if it brings some memories to you from your childhood and people get like so creative and really get in touch with their childhood because I asked them afterwards like okay did you guys have any memories like from ch childhood and usually what came up it's all those moments of joy and fun that they used to do when they were kids yeah. So because yeah. that connection with that chocolate. So oh, yeah. And then like in like basically like on the 10 minute mark, that's when <laughs> I finally was guiding them to eat it. Yeah. But I had to eat it very slowly and oh. chew it slowly so it can melt through the senses of their body through all the senses. Absolutely. and yeah so people loved it like they were always requesting I'm gonna have a chocolate meditation today <laughs> yes so I'm gonna I'm I'm already hearing our listeners saying okay so obviously the next podcast is gonna be the chocolate meditation right <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah I think no yeah I'd love to so yeah I need to dig my notes or just maybe write a new one from the new level of awareness uh, but Basically, the whole idea was to uh, create the experience where they relate to chocolate for like all their senses. That's so, so sensual. Like yeah, you see it, you smell it, you taste it, you feel it. Um, and then it also brings the memory. So and this is basically like the relationship with food. So like when they talk about the mindful eating, so that's what it's all about. Like they usually say, you know, breathe. Yeah. <laughs> but if you ask people like what do you have for lunch can you yeah. tell me like the color the amount you know what did you have but because we're in such a default mode and go go we go back and it's like uh i don't remember what i had for lunch yes. exactly. yeah yes. yeah it's interesting because when we eat that way we are actually again still in that sympathetic overdrive and the body so the rest and digest system the system that actually takes in the food that you're eating and absorbs it and turns it into building blocks that your body can use for fuel, it actually needs us to slow down. Otherwise, you're just you're putting it in and it's mostly coming out and you're not actually being nurtured by the food. It's just it's just a process, but it's not doing what it's intended to do, which is to fulfill your need for energy. And it's most of what gets absorbed is just the sugar. And so 
I, we can get into like all yes. the different diseases that that creates, but that's not, that's not where we're going, but it's, um, yeah, it's really the process, the, how we eat is so it's almost just as important as all the other things we talk about, um, in this sort of like coming to your truth, coming to self, slowing down, being sensual with the way we live life, I think. And I just, I'm excited for that chocolate meditation. I can't wait. Yes. Um, so yes, I can guide you for sure. Um, and yes, we can like do the whole podcast on food and nutrition. Yes, because especially with all of our industry and again, that's a level of perfectionism that most of us women have. Yeah. Uh, yes, I had a very messed up relationship with food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when all of that was gone, I can actually like eat what I want and what I like and not with Matilda standing in my head and <laughs> telling me directing my orders right um but I wanted to get back to you and what is your flavor of chocolate chocolate yeah that's a really great question I think for the intention of acceptance I think for me it would be more of a milky chocolate because to me, it's always, there's this thing about dark chocolate, how it's so healthy and it's good for you. And yes, now I enjoy it. Um, and yeah, I, I, I enjoy it and I, I'm able to give it to myself every day, but milk chocolate is one of those things that I don't allow myself to indulge in as often. And so if I think about acceptance, I think I would choose like a milk chocolate with like a toffee, but something mm. that's not sweet maybe like a semi-sweet some kind of I don't know if, if this even exists I haven't tasted chocolate that's milk chocolate that's not too sweet mm-hmm. but I would love if somebody knows on the podcast if you're listening and you know a chocolate that's like this I would love to have it for those moments where it's like it's all of it is yes like all of it is allowed all of it is permissible everything's okay so for me I think acceptance would be like yeah that semi-sweet milk chocolate with a little bit of toffee or something something crunchy maybe some almonds something like that would be yeah that sounds delicious and yes just indulging and enjoying it because joy and fun is part of life and chocolate is just a beautiful representation of that it's the symbol And I think that's a perfect moment for us to come to the conclusion of our episode today. And um, since we were kind of in that acceptance stage, so what are you maybe working right now on accepting within yourself or about yourself? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. Thank you for asking that. And I think it's a wonderful question for the listeners too. If you're listening now, maybe just pause and think about what's your answer to this before hearing ours, because I think it's really such an honorable question. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's really that um, slowing down is safe and that I won't be judged because I slowed down. I won't be judged. Like, humans we are so compassionate if we're given an opportunity to be and I feel like you know a lot of times there's judgment around making excuses versus really honoring ourselves and when we speak our truth we don't have to go in circles explaining ourselves and I think a lot of times we do because we self-judge we guilt we how is it going to land we think about the other person instead of just communicating the truth and so for me I'm accepting that Yes, I have this checklist of things that I have to do. And one of them is for my business. One of them is for my nine to five. One of them is for my son. And none of them are an emergency right now. And I can just take the next hour or two to just really slow down, nurture myself. It's okay that I didn't go. We're in Whistler right now. We took a special trip for the weekend before school starts. My son was super excited to go on the bike park. And I just really had to honor that. I'm not going to be able to show up. I was starting to get anxiety when he was talking about all the different bike like trails that he wanted to do. And I really saw myself outside of my authentic expression. And so I just want to honor that 
yes, I don't have to take the experience away from him. He's on the mountain. He's having a great time. And I get to be here and nurture myself. And that doesn't make me a bad mom. It actually makes me a better mom because when he comes home, I'm going to be full of energy and just receive him. He's going to have a good time. So accepting the slowing down is good for everyone mm-hmm. in my yeah. life. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's what if- Yeah, I would love to. Know. I think it's um, similar in many ways what you said. I can definitely relate to that. And definitely accepting that life um, can be easy, Oof. can be fun, it can be yeah. joyful. And also the other part of that acceptance is receiving that. So that it's not that I deserve it, I don't deserve it, or worthy or not worthy. It's just that I am, I am here and I am part of all of it. That's why one <laughs> oneness that we have, we are part of that oneness. And also if we just go into the nature and that's why we go into the nature this is where you see like, wow, there's so many colors and there's this beautiful sunshine and there are so many leaves and it just feels so serene, right? And like life can be like that, kind of like serene (laughs) as you do your dance between that effort and ease and allow yourself to accept all parts of yourself Perfect and perfect, good enough, not good enough, just whenever they show up. So then it's almost like that you become one because you become more whole, just like that again, the nature. Because even in nature, we have, you know, winds and they're high and they're low, and we have rain and the snow and all kinds of things. But then still, like after that whole process of, you know, higher stuff. everything gets settled and we're going back to that dance again Mm. that everyday dance where you can still uh, do 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 and then you be 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 (laughs) and you be do do be be do (laughs) yeah yeah right um so yeah just like that receiving and, and like you said the safety like be safe um because it's important since I also come from that place, um, you know, the shoe is going to drop. <laughs> so that's why I somehow, that's what I was coaching my client yesterday. And it was so funny. She had the same thing started to come up because we've been working for a while. And she's like, well, but there is a shoe. The shoe is going to drop. Like, I don't have my checklist and things like are easy. I, I'm actually like, no, yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, so you think like the universe is not going to bypass you just because you have a checklist in your hands and you are busy and you're just showing to the universe like, hey, I'm busy. That means don't touch me. Go to the other people who has nothing to do. (laughs) I'm like, does it even make sense? (laughs) You know, because it's a flow of life. Like things are going to happen when they're going to happen because it's the sequence of events that are unfolding for us to become who we need to become or awake to something we need to be awake to. And I'm like, do you even make sense? <laughs> do you see how silly it is? How like this programming doesn't really work until you start questioning it. Oh, just, right. just imagine you're standing, you know, with a clipboard doing a checklist, preparing for this and that and sending signals. I'm busy. Go to yeah. some other people. <laughs> yeah, I love, I just, I want to, I want to highlight and honor and appreciate you so much for your dynamic ways of expressing with humor what is actually going on because it's such a it's one of those it's one of those moments it's really hard not to judge yourself when you when you recognize that what you're doing is not working and how the patterns in the past you start to look back and like it's so easy to go into judgment and so I just really want to honor you for bringing that little bit of like laughter and fun and play with it and acceptance through humor I I, it's just so beautiful and the way that you show up and the way that you explain things and it's just so nurturing to my to my little one inside of me that just wants to have fun so I just yeah I honor you so much and I'm having so much fun and this is going to be amazing this this podcast this journey together and even in this state of having extremely low energy I feel so nurtured by this conversation so thank you so much for your time today 
And I look forward to you. (laughs) Thank you for your time today and bringing so much wisdom and also making it all happen because you were the action behind all this inspiration. (laughs) And that's how it all came about. So I feel that same way about you. Like you're the one that took action. You're the one that's like, that's amazing. (laughs) It's such a beautiful co-creation. I love our energy together. Yes. And everything back to you, our wonderful audience. Thank you for being here. Thank you for participating in our conversation. So, and just to reinforce um, again, one more thing, just a couple of questions you can ask yourself right now. So as you check in with your energy, how would you like to take care of yourself? And what would be your question for the final one? That's a really great question. How are you going to take care of yourself? So for me, I have permission slips for my clients and some of them are filled out and some of them are blank. So I would ask my clients, if I were to pull a permission slip for you and it was an action step you had to take in the next 24 hours to honor acceptance and honor slowing down, what would that action step be on your permission slip? I love it. Yes. And just so you know, we give you permission to write yourself a permission slip. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? Post it in the chat. I think it would be so cool to see everybody else's permission slips Mm -hmm. and just what everyone is honoring here. So if this episode spoke to you, if you feel like someone else in your life could use it, please share, like, anything you can do to support the podcast. It will grow, it will touch more hearts, more lives, more transformation, and more of the alignment in the world. And we would be so grateful for you to get involved with us. And we have giveaways here and there. And so that's part of the generosity is part of the way that we that we move in life. And so there's going to be a lot coming coming through the pipeline. I can feel it already. Yes. Um, but yes, thank and you. And lots so- of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, love. And thank you, lovely ladies. Enjoy your day and be nice to yourself.